Hello gorgeous soul and welcome to this epic podcast. This is a place where you are encouraged and you have absolute freaking permission to unapologetically go after all of your dreams, all of your visions, all of your things in your vision board, like everything that your heart desires. I'm your host Angharad, the High Vibe Babe, and I believe that we're all in this life to expand and experience our wildest dreams. If one of us can have it, then we all can. So that is the aim of this podcast. Each week I'll either be going solo or have guests with the aim to inspire, uplift you and give you the tools for you to live your most epic AF life and business possible. You can find me on Instagram with the handle at Babe. Now let's get into today's episode. Juliana is a business intuitive coach. She leads women through their best self by turning their gifts into offers and creating a successful business. Welcome to the podcast, babe. Yay! Thank you so much for being here. I am really excited for this conversation. Would you mind telling us like about you? Like where what what's your story? Okay, cool. Oh my god. It's a bit long, but <laughs> long story short. Here's the thing. So when I first just started, I was actually a personal trainer and a nutrition coach. So I started to work in a gym here in Sydney in the city. And then I started to realize that th- that was a missing link. Like people were work out, they would go to the day, like do the workout, exercise, do the thing. But when it comes to like implementing, I've kind of realized that there was a gap. Like it's not only the doing, but there's also something behind it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why they weren't getting the results that they desire. So then I was like, hmm. That maybe has to do with the mindset. And then I started to like just pay attention in how people were like getting to the gym, like how they're feeling, the energy, you know what I mean? Like these kind of things like started to really pick up and how are they feeling and stuff like that. And then I remember having a session with one of them and it was a girl, she wanted to lose weight and she was like, I come here, exercise, I do everything right. But when I go home, I just can't not like keep it up. And then I was like, mm, that's interesting because you can have the best personal trainer, but if you don't have the mindset that's going to get you there, it's not really going to work. Mm-hmm. So then I started to go online and I started to see these other trainings only talking about the mindset and focusing on the mindset side of things. And that's how I kind of got into this entrepreneur world because I felt like I don't know if I want to, you know, just coach people fitness wise. I think I want to help them even deeper. So I got started into the like fitness side of things before I was actually like just a mindset coach and now a business coach pretty much. Um, but yeah, that's how I got started. I literally felt like there there was a gap. It's not only the doing that was something behind it. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I love that. And yeah, I, t- I would totally agree as well. It's always like with business and everything, there's, there's always just everything in our life. Like when I learned about mindset, for instance, it changed every single thing like every single thing so what specifically did you see like the gaps like what sort of things did you help your clients through in that time like in the gym with the mindset stuff or even when you started moving online and stuff like what specific things did you really help people move through so first of all was finding out where they were at so what are the thoughts that they have during the day how do they feel around food like why do they eat what what they eat what's the thought behind the action does that make sense like why are you doing what you're doing because mm-hmm. that's triggering like how you're feeling and what, what you're thinking is triggering something, which is your actions. You're always taking actions based on how you feel. So if you're feeling shitty, if you feel like you're not worth it, if you feel like it's not working for you or nothing's happening, you don't see results, of course, your actions are going to be completely different than someone who's already have that healthy lifestyle. 
Like it's not something that if you are a healthy person, let's say, it's not something that you are thinking about constantly. It's just something that you do because it's integrated with who you are. You know, like I don't have, let's say, soft drinks in my house, but it's not something that I struggle to do because it's just part of who I am. Like we don't do that during the week. So it's not it's it's not even a discussion. It's just part of who we are and, and how we do things, therefore. So I started to notice that, hang on a minute, there's something behind that. It's not only what they're doing, but it's how they are feeling. So we need to bridge that gap. So finding out first why you do the things that you do and then reverse engineer. If I was already there, then how would I feel? Mm -hmm. how would I take action then Mm -hmm. and so what sort of discovery how do you take people down that process of finding out like what's your modality because we all have like specific I would call them like superpowers (laughs) how we do this stuff you know so what specifically like what's what's been your method so my method especially in business it's finding out what you really love to do like what what do you feel like it's the best thing that could that you could ever do like if you could have as much success as you want tomorrow then how would you do that then because for some people they like jumping on live training some people hate it some people like doing podcasts some people don't so it's in business there's no one way fits all or one size fits all you got to find out what actually works for you like you can have such different strategies and huge results at the same time and i can apply your strategy maybe it's not going to work for me because it's not what i can get behind Mm -hmm. so it's really important to find out what is it that you actually like to do and then does that work and then double down on that because if you like to do something, of course, you're going to feel good doing that. That makes sense. Instead of feeling like, oh, I need to jump on life because like it's quote unquote, it's an obligation. I have to do it or otherwise I'm not going to create success. Mm. That's what doesn't create success because then you feel you, you like hitting against the wall all the time. Like I'm doing, doing and doing, doing, but where's my success? Why is it not coming? Well, because you're not behind what you're doing. Maybe if you just lay back and try a different strategy that you actually enjoy, things are going to flow way easier for you mm-hmm. god i agree with that so much it's about desires right like we yep. and our soul <laughs> has so many desires and our human can i i would certainly say in my experience and with my clients experiences we like find it so much easier to get behind our desires we have the most resistance around them don't get yep. me wrong <laughs> which yep. is where a lot of mindset stuff comes in right because exactly. so like i view mindset as like upgrading our human so that we can allow all of the things that our soul wants to bring to fruition, fruition, however you say that word, flu- whatever you say it. Um, fruition, yeah. <laughs> That's a hard one. <laughs> oh my gosh, and English is my first language, what even. Um, but still, <laughs> it's about upgrading, you know, our humans so that we can, we can bring it all to life. Yep, yep, exactly. And I feel like there's so many people online now as well who feel like they need to do x y and z or it has to be a certain way like i was like that when i first started my business i thought i need to create funnels and i need to do webinars and i need to do all these things that it wasn't really what i actually desire but at the same time i feel like i didn't really had a voice that makes sense because of i i really didn't know any of these things so it was like you just have to do what you have to do and then you have to hope that this is going to work out instead mm-hmm. of actually feeling in and being like, mm, I actually like that best. Maybe I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Out of curiosity, what's your human design? I'm not quite sure, but I think it's a manifesto generator. Ah, yeah, cool. That's cool. I was just thinking, yeah. yeah, I mean, most of the population is, and I was thinking you sound like a generator. So for me, human design is like the bridge between the two, you know, what our desire yeah. and our human. And so for me, that's I found that quite 
very useful to be honest with like bringing it to life so and you're right like actually you know we're all designed very differently within a human design and without with our but with everything um, one of the things abraham hicks talks about is you know like your life is your workshop basically a scrapbook of all the things you like so like look for this thing in this house and this thing it's relationship and like whether you've got kids or whether you work or like what your work hours are whether exactly. you or not right and like testing and or trying you- and seeing how it feels within your body as you're doing these actions and if it's not lighting you up then you're not going to be able to do it sustainably long term anyway yeah 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 exactly and this is what this is what was happening to me before because i was just trying a bunch of new things and i was like why am i not having success like why am i working the hardest but where is my money like i used to be on the computer to five o'clock in the morning just like creating things like websites and funnels and these and these and that Mm -hmm. and none of that would generate me nothing Mm mm-hmm so that was something that was definitely something behind it. So that's why, again, I started to lean more into the mindset side of things because how come there's people just showing up and working way less and making more money and I'm here struggling as fuck and I'm not even close to that. There must be something in between that I don't know. Mm. So what were some big mindset pieces that you uncovered during that time? That my strategy is my strategy. And I feel like one of the big pieces as well for mindset is the the comparison game where people go and look at what you're doing and they feel like you have to implement what you're doing because it's working for you mm-hmm. or they watch someone else and oh hang on a minute I may change my strategy because that's what she's doing it's working for her when if you actually just carry on doing what you're doing like you that de- you know when you're digging and digging and digging and you're like that close to find the gold but you just give up like right before you find it this is what happens to a lot of people like they try so fucking hard but because they get distracted, because there's a lot of noise around, they started to compare, like, maybe I should do this, maybe I should change that, maybe I should change that. When no, like, if you just focus and put your blinders on and mm-hmm. carry on doing your strategy, you, you would have got there. Mm-hmm. God, I totally agree with that. And that's one of the reasons why I take, like, digital detoxes all the time, right? And, like, unfollow people. So I, un- I follow and unfollow people, like, all the time based on like whether something's triggering me or whether I just want to, I have an open head center in human design. So it's very easy for me to get inspired and like, you know, want to do everything everyone else is doing. <laughs> exactly. It looks so fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, taking that time to, and like getting out in nature is like the biggest thing as well for me, but like, you know, taking time to really feel our energy and feel what we want to do rather than like constantly being filled up. What are the, um, you know, before we take action, one of the things, um, I heard someone once say, I don't know who it was, but like create before you consume. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was a huge game changer for me because I used to wake up and just straight away be like watching stories, scrolling through Instagram, doing a bunch of things. Like I may actually had an idea before, but then because I've been doing so much now, I'm like, oh, I don't even know what the idea was. Mm-hmm. That makes sense because you start to fill in your mind with all this stuff and then you get distracted. Yep. <laughs> For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. So how do you, how have you managed the, um, you know, being inspired and, and sticking to your own strategy thing? Like what real human implementations have you done to assist you in that journey? So when I want to create something, I don't consume as much. So I'm going to like listen to music, go for a walk, do things like be on my own, be present with the people around me, but I'm not going to consume as much because I'm in my um, creative process, if that makes sense. So because I don't want to get distracted or because I don't want to doubt my own ideas. Mm -hmm. I just got to focus on my own thing. I'm very much like that. So this is something that I had to learn how to cope with because 
I, w I used to have an idea and then I was like, oh, maybe she's doing it better. Maybe she's already doing that. Maybe she's got it. Do you know what I mean? Like I used to compare a lot and then I was going to down my own idea even before I was executing anything. Mm -hmm. So like, what is the point? What is the point even of having the idea if I'm not going to follow through? That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then I started pretty much. I was like, I'm going to shut down my phone and I'm not going to look at anything and not going to do anything, but sit down and write everything that I'm thinking about now. Mm. Like as soon as I receive a download, I write it down. I can straight away I get my journal before I do anything else. I even walk with my journal sometimes because when I'm pushing the brand and walking around, sometimes I have a download and I'm like, I need to write this down now before I forget. Mm -hmm. God, yeah, I love that. I so sometimes like I voice note, which is great for manifestors or anyone with a defined throat, like voice oh, yeah. note ourselves. Um, yeah. But yeah, I have this little notebook that I carry around with me all the time. And I was literally on a client conversation before we do this podcast, which we were talking about capturing those inspirations so that we have it to come back to, it, you know, if we're out with friends or we're out on a walk or something, we don't want to sit down and do the work yet, but we can capture it. And I actually find handwriting to be your voice note as well, but like handwriting instead of like typing on my phone when I handwrite it's like when I open it up to then go and create a post or to do a live or something it's like I'm instantly back in that moment the energy just completely oh it's so me. good oh yeah and it's so good especially like for us mamas like we can't always just be, <laughs> we try to put the kid to bed and we like get this so down <laughs> it's like hold on toddler you put yourself to I'll sleep be back. It's just not going to happen, right? Yeah, exactly. It's so hard. It's really hard. And especially sometimes I have these ideas like that it comes and goes. So I'm like, I want to write this down right now because maybe I can even create something else from that piece of paragraph that I already wrote. That makes sense. So maybe it's not even the initial idea, but maybe something else is going to come and I read that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like I've had whole programs come through from like three words coming into my crown and then yeah. coming back to it, you know, a few days later or whenever the time was right, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel that as well. Oh my gosh. Epicness. So you said that you help your clients turn your gifts, their gifts into successful businesses. What firstly, um, how do you do that? And secondly, like obviously you're running a sole business as well, like a sole, sole lead business. Like how has this shifted and, and changed in your life too? You mean helping by helping other people? Yeah, well, yeah, by you doing it for yourself first, you know, within your business and then also how that overflows into your clients. I feel like because I've tried so many things before and because I've been not only trying so many things, but also I felt very frustrated with my business because I, when you don't know, you don't know. You know what I mean? When you don't know all of these things, like manifestation, like law of attraction, like your thoughts, you know what I mean? Like when you're not aware of all of these things and what you're thinking about, you don't know that you actually play, play a big role in, in your reality and everything that's going on with you. Mm -hmm. So in business, it's funny because before I was just doing constantly doing and my thought process was the more that I do, the, the more that I make, like that's just how it works. And mm -hmm. that's very 3D word. So that's what I've been taught. You have to work really hard. You have to struggle. And if you don't struggle, you're not going to get the prize. Mm -hmm. because there's no prize without the struggle so it was really hard for me to get rid of that be that belief but as soon as I did I feel like because this is something that I work on myself I can identify that in orders you know the people straight away so when I get a new client I'm like mm, 
I know that this is what you do because like X, Y, and Z. That makes sense. Like there's always a question behind the question, but it's easier for me to identify that because I've already been through it myself. Mm -hmm. So I say this to my clients all the time. You can only lead people to where you're willing to go yourself. If you're not really doing the work and it's kind of, you know, showing up and, and doing your thing, but there's no action in the background, it's going to be hard for you to lead someone and to understand that person and see that person, like to really see through what's really going on because you're not really going there yourself. Mm -hmm. God, I agree with that so much. And it's like, like this also relates to me and in my world, how this translates in my world. It's not only that, but also like you can only love other people as much as you love yourself. <laughs> exactly. And we are our own limit in every single way. So we have to serve ourselves first, integrate first. And it's the ma a massive overflow. We become expanders for, for our clients and people watching us. Watching and we her. become the lead, just natural leaders because we are leading ourselves first. Yep, exactly. And in business, it's very much like the way you see yourself is how people are going to see you. Mm -hmm. So if you can't really recognize yourself as an authority, as worthy, as a badass, as someone who makes money, as a wealthy person, people are not going to recognize you as if. And it's funny because I was having this conversation with one of my private clients. And even though we were doing, not talking about relationship whatsoever, it was more like life and business coaching. She was like, my relationship with my husband has been so good. Like something, something changed. The way that we communicate is way better. And I'm like, because you see yourself in a different way. So when you come up to the relationship, what you bring to the table is completely different. It's like, you're not looking for someone to validate you or you're not looking for someone to... To, to tell you, look, I'm, I'm here, I'm supporting you, you're doing good, like, go you, you already know that. So when you, come in to, when you come to the relationship, it's not that you already come from an abundant place, you're not coming for lack. So, of oh, course, of yeah. course, the result is going to be different. <laughs> Preach to the choir. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> and because, like, within relationships, what I've found, like, and I've, I've had a similar walk with, with my marriage and my relationship as well, and even with my kids too, actually. Yeah. You know, our, our, everything that we're receiving is, even when it comes to another person, like a relationship is a reflection of us, right? So like when our partner, for instance, is presenting wounded masculine things, we have some masculine or feminine energy wounds that we need to heal as well. And we often, we do the blame game thing, right? Like, that, oh, they just, they lost their shit or they're not supportive or, you know, it's not going to work out or whatever, you know, these are thoughts that can happen when actually these, we're, all, we're just energy, right? So we put, we, we do have a human side to us too, but still, like we're yeah. putting that frequency. So we're receiving back something within us that wants to be released, that wants to be exposed that wants to be healed and by taking that viewpoint we actually take you know responsibility back and control back our creative control like you touched on before like we have so much creative control over what happens in our life but it first starts with us recognizing our power and moving through the things that feel hard yeah, exactly. And you, it, this is the thing as well. When you go into a relationship, not only love relationship, any kind of relationship, you can only see someone what's activated in you. So if you already feel stressed and pissed off and overwhelmed and frustrated, when you go into that relationship, that's what you're going to see the other person. You know, when you sit on the couch and your partner's by your side and the way that he breathes annoys you, you're like, stop <laughs> breathing. Like, <laughs> you annoy me so much. Like, this is why. Mm hmm Mm -hmm. God, I totally agree. Like so much. So what within your business, like how does, what do you do you run group coaching programs or like, how is this manifested at this point in time currently with how you help people? Oh, so it tainted everything. Like the more that I do the work on myself, the more that I, I'm actually to work on these blind spots, 
um, the easier it is for me to recognize these things and the easier it is for me to coach someone through it because I already know what it feels like. And something as well that I've kind of realized is that the more, like, the more you are, like, willing to do these things um, and the more you work on that, the easier it is for you to coach people on that because it's like I've, I know how you feel because I've been through it and it's going to be okay, but this is the best way to do it. It's like saying I know how you feel. I know you want to make money. I know this is overwhelming and, and frustrating. Like I understand. I got you and I can do it with you. Like let's do it together. Let me show you how easier this can be, mm-hmm. how much easier this can be. It's like when I see people struggling, I see my friends as well who are entrepreneurs. Just by the way they show up on these stories, I'm like I know what's up. It's, mm-hmm. it's not that you have a business problem. That's a mindset issue. Mm-hmm. Everything. That's one of the things that um, I always say is that a business, what presents as a business problem is always a personal problem. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. <laughs> and, and we are a business. And um, another thing that I love, I'm not sure where it came from or if I made it up on, it's probably like inspired from other people anyway, but success is determined by us but our success isn't determined by our business or our worth. You, you can replace okay, yeah. anything, you know, our income, our worth, our, you know, our, our happiness, all the things, right? Like it, it is in a business that is directly determined by us, but our business isn't all of us, right? So by yeah. coming back to our center always, and this is how we always grow. This is how, you know, our clients grow with us because we're always growing as well. Yep, hundred percent. And the more that you're able to detach, like of course we want the business results and stuff, but especially at the beginning, the more that you're able to detach the money that you're making from how you feel, the better you will do. Because I feel like this is something that I've struggled with at the beginning when I was just getting my business off the ground. I was like, but the money is not here. I don't have the money that I want. And I used to go on my bank account and be like, the money's not here. The money's not here. I don't have the money that I want. And then I would attach my feelings to my business is not doing so well so I'm gonna feel shit or I don't have the money so I'm gonna feel shit or I'm not successful because do you know what I mean I used to create all these stories in my head when it's like you have to detach completely from how you feel the money that you make these are two completely different things because if you can't be like happy and feel really good and already feel successful without the money in your bank account the money it's not gonna come or it, it is gonna come eventually but it's gonna be way harder and you may have to struggle to get there. So it's not that we're trying to feel a void, like we already are complete. We already have everything. We just want more of what's already here. Does that make sense? So I'm already expanding what I have already. It's not that I'm coming from a place of lack. I don't have this. I want this so I can feel X, Y, and Z. No, like I already feel that. I just want more of that. Mm-hmm. Damn straight. Cause like lack plus lack equals lack abundance plus more abundance equals more abundance <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly the way you look at yourself as well is has such a big impact in your business as i said like when i watch people instagram stories it's not that they don't know like you can tell that they know a lot and they already like they have so much integrity in their business and they really want to help people but it's the way that they communicate it's not really clicking because they don't see themselves as if or I have a friend as well. She wanted to charge for a workshop like $20 or something. And she was like, but I don't know if people are going to pay for that. And I'm like, fuck me, like $20. Who the fuck is not going to pay for that? If you want to be in business and you're afraid of spending $20, like get out of here. Because <laughs> shouldn't be an entrepreneur. You know what I mean? And I spend way more than that. 
So by you standing up for yourself and being like, this is how much I charge, this is what I do, and I know this is worth it, I know the transformation I provide, I think it clicks in a different way because of the way that you are showing up, because of your confidence, instead of me being like, mm, I'm, I'm not sure. Like if you are not confident in selling me anything, I'm not going to be confident in buying anything from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly right. Whether people know it or not, they do pick up on energy. <laughs> yeah, so People can always pick up on, you know, our scarcity vibes or like, you know, we have to say it 20 times in a launch, you know, and the, the, the vibe of like, just have to get it done, you know, versus like showing up. Like what I found in my business, my business is far more successful this year and I show up less. I sell less. I, <laughs> I do a lot yeah. less things because I only do it when it feels aligned and when I feel like I want to do it and then the people that and then it's more powerful right like you because the people receiving they're like oh damn girl you're speaking straight to me like where can I pay (laughs) oh my gosh yes how different is it for you now like in your business than before when you like when you were trying different things Mm -hmm. what is the big shift for you yeah, I mean, there's been quite a few things, but like this personal power piece, this self-belief like that we're talking yeah. about, right? Like this, you know, and like we really own our own growth and really take ownership and, and all literally everything we've just talked about, we embody that. And like you said in the beginning, you're just about there. Everyone's, you're always just yeah. about there. And you don't have, you can try a new strategy if something comes in and Sagra is like, uh-huh, yes, I've this thing. That's totally cool. But the reality is like holding on, like just hold on. Don't stop going, don't stop growing. Honestly, it's like the key to yeah. fucking success. It always has been and always will be <laughs> going. As long as you keep growing, you are going to get there. It's not going to be perfect. You're going to fumble, right? When a child learns to walk, a toddler, like sometimes, yep. like my daughter, for instance, she didn't walk until she was 14 months old. But two days after she took her first steps, she was running. Like, <laughs> yeah. She got oh my God, I loved it. Whereas my son started trying, you know, it's sort of like 12 months old and took a couple of weeks, a couple of months really to start, or even to run, right? A couple of months. No matter what, our yeah. patterns are going to be different, but no matter what we're going to get there, the toddler, you know, the one-year-old doesn't go, oh my God, I've failed 300,000 times. I'm never going to walk now. They just keep on fucking going, <laughs> you know? And we need to have that same childlike essence, the childlike faith, like, oh my God, the adults are walking. I'm going to do it. And just like us, when we're looking at the million dollar businesses or six figure businesses or the you know, the 3K months, whatever we're looking up to, you know, our mentors or people where other people are inspired by, you are going to get there. And it's just about removing all the stories, like we've been talking about with the mindset that it's not going to be for us because while you're holding on to that, that's going to be your reality. But your reality doesn't have to be that. It's just like the the one-year-old who's going to walk, they're going to run, they're going to play soccer, they're going to do all the things. And you will, honestly, everyone, I promise you, you will fucking get there. I guarantee it. Like, every single yeah exactly and i feel like this is such an important topic as you said as well like don't get discouraged when you don't see the results straight away because for so long like i've launched so many things that no one bought like if i were to stop just before you know what i mean when oh nobody's buying i might just give up because i suck that wouldn't work out well Mm -hmm. so i say this to all of my clients and to all of my friends like what you make it mean is what you make it mean (laughs) <laughs> like, if no one buys then so well you're gonna just stay where you are like nothing bad's gonna happen if i share something tomorrow if i launch something and no one buys i don't care like i'm just gonna carry on doing that because that doesn't mean anything i don't make it mean anything and that's not gonna change anything like nothing bad's gonna happen to me <laughs> mm-hmm. you're not gonna die that's the biggest fear we have and i remember like i had so many launches last year because i only started my coaching business last year in 2019 I had so many launches last year that people didn't sign up for as well until 
I decided November last year, I decided that one day I'll tell this story that I've launched so many things and no one ever signed up. And oh ever God. since then, <laughs> ever since I decided that I changed my narrative, I've never launched something and no one signed up. In fact, like the two launches, the two programs I'm running, you know, that are beginning soon, MMM, Money Manifestation Mastery and Biz School, were both five-figure launches in pre-sale <laughs> like before oh my god yeah and like so the like but i had we have to flick that narrative we have to you know we can literally make our pain points our fucking story like the reason why we struggle yeah. is actually the reason why we succeed <laughs> yeah exactly and as well like i'm so grateful for everything that i've already been through and the fact that i had to do everything pretty like pretty much on my own like i'm self though i've learned so much about business and everything else but it's because i don't get caught up on what's not working like when something doesn't work for me i'm like okay let's move i'm gonna try something else like i don't want to waste my time going over why this isn't working or why this sucks or why this is you know wasn't successful like i don't care because i can create something tomorrow that may be really successful and then that won't even matter it's like trying to figure it out how i got here instead of trying to figure out how can i get there like it just it makes no sense mm -hmm. and there's a difference between taking a lesson from something and just feeling the emotions right yeah <laughs> yeah and going over it yeah. yeah and we can like the emotions also need to be heard and felt in air and that's totally fine but that's not where we want to stay we want to we want to extract the lesson and then move forward from it because while exactly. we're feeling those emotions we're literally pulling that into our reality into our vortex that vibration of like lack or no one signing up or whatever while we're sitting in those feelings and then our feelings are creating our thoughts and our thoughts are creating our actions and you know our actions are determining yeah. our results so yeah. yeah exactly yeah i feel like that, that was a big thing for me as well how i got here it really it really doesn't matter like i'm gonna feel what i have to feel and i'm gonna take the lesson but i want to know what can i do to move further and at the beginning as well it was really hard for me because i had my son um, like we're living in Australia, as you know, I had my son and when we applied for the visa, we lost the immigration said, you're not going to be able to apply because I don't know, they changed the number of the company, something like that. So when I applied for the permanent residency, we actually lost $10,000 when the immigration said no, so our visa got denied. Oh, so it was like a newborn. I've just invested $7,000 in a coach and I lost 10 grand. Like, what am I going to do? And I remember this moment so vividly thinking to myself, it's not about that anymore. It's not about the money anymore. It's about how do I want to feel when I look back? Like, how did I deal with this situation? And mm -hmm. I'm so glad I did the things the way that I did instead of just pulling it off and being like, oh, I'm not going to be able to afford investment. Or I'm going to not do it because the circumstances are not looking good. Like I found a way to make it work. And this is what I tell my clients and everybody else. If you really want something, you find a way to make it work. This is why I don't believe that price is a huge like quote-unquote huge obstacle in business mm -hmm. because it, it doesn't really matter like if you want something you're gonna get it that's just my personal belief so yeah god i believe that too i don't believe that and and one of the reasons why i believe it is because i don't believe that we're given desires to not be able to have them yeah. <laughs> like yeah, exactly god universe spirit whatever you believe like and i used to be a christian for a very long time so literally there's a quote in the bible that says that your desires of your heart are god-given right <laughs> like yeah you know yeah. stuff like being tempted to be like ah, you can't have it it's not like that <laughs> it's literally being handed and and then you you it's about raising our standards raising our vibration raising our thoughts our emotions everything mm -hmm. to, to rise up to make that a reality and how we do that is by becoming the no matter what person i'm going to make it work and it does 
always work. That's the thing <laughs> because we've raised yeah. our energetic, you know, minimum or energetic maximum. And so that's the reason why it does work. Yeah, exactly. And it's all about what you can get behind as well. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really matter the strategy that you're using. The question is, how do you feel about it? Like, can yeah. you get behind that? How does that, how does that work for you? But from there, we can take action and move further and, again, double down what's already working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's already worked out. It's already there. It's your desires. There's already a roadmap for you to have all your desires. Like, legit believe that. And that's what I tell myself all the time. All the time. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my gosh. That's beautiful. Okay, well, this has been lots and lots of fun. Do you have any last piece of advice or final words that is dropping into your crown right now that you want to share? Yeah. It sounds insane every time I say that, but you got to be completely delusional. Like, don't look at reality. Reality, don't look at what is and be like, this sucks. It's never going to happen. Like, keep looking at how you feel and your feelings are always an indication of what you're moving towards. So that's what I would say. Like, that's a big piece of advice in business. It doesn't matter what it looks like now. It matters how I feel about what it looks like now. Mm-hmm. Go for the batshit crazy things. I totally forget. Yep. <laughs> every single time <laughs> yep that's it oh i love that so much okay so if people want to be in your circle how would they find you so they can find me on instagram that's where i hang out the most so it's at juliana is j-u-l-i-a-n-a-a so the way hummus r-m-o-s Oh, sweet. I'll have the link down in the show notes for you guys to go and follow her. And I just want to thank you for being here and thank you everyone for listening. It has been an absolute pleasure. And I know you guys would have gotten so much from this conversation. So please do screenshot this episode and check out your stories and share with us like what your big like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I would love to. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I loved it. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for being here and thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you. Bye. If you have enjoyed this episode, I would adore if you would screenshot it, chuck it up on your stories with your favorite takeaway moment, and tag me at HiBibeBabe on Instagram so that more people can see this and get this content and get this message out there to really shape and change and impact other people's lives. Do you desire to be around more high vibe women who really get you, who encourage you, who like support you no matter what? Yeah, well, guess what? I have a place that you belong. It is called High Vibe Babes Community. It is a free Facebook group, and I would love to have you in there. There are so many free trainings and epicness in this group, so please get your booty in there. It would mean the world if you would subscribe to this podcast, do the reviews, the rating, the stars, all of the things. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. I cannot wait to chat with you on the next episode. I'm sending you all of the vibes and all of the love over and out from Inherit the High Vibe Babe.